following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I am your host every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial. And, of course, you can check us out on line at Spotify as a podcast after the fact and the show is rebroadcast every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Uh, so I want to thank you for tuning in again. We had um, a little bit of a snow event here in uh, northern Rhode Island and southern Massachusetts today. Did not receive as much snow as uh, many of the forecasters were forecasting. But uh, it was just enough that you had to, you know, get a plow, get out there, shovel it, and clear the cars off. So it was a little, it was extra work for everyone to do that, um, to get that done. And I didn't have any appointments today. I did all my work from home. Did all my real estate work from home. We were supposed to have uh, some meetings in person. We had them via Zoom instead. Um, and um, that made life a lot easier for me. So, um, here we go. I just want to get my headphones on. Bear with me. Thank you, JR. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. So, um, yes, a little bit about what's going on again in the real estate market. So, things have still been strong. As we talked about before, you know, home prices in the month of December were significantly higher, 9.5% higher than they were the year before. But uh, what's interesting is the numbers are still increasing through January. Okay, um, you know, we had the, uh, the monthly, the January 2024 monthly housing trend, um, housing market trends, excuse me, I'm all tongue-tied today. Uh, the number of homes for sale these nationally was notably higher compared to last year at a rate 7.9% higher. The total number of unsold homes, including homes that are under contract, increased by 6.5% compared to last year. Well, let me tell you, here in Rhode Island, that's not necessarily the case because for the whole state, we are down to 613 single-family homes. That's all price points, from homes that are boarded up all the way up to multi-million dollar properties. Um, if you take out the ones at either end of the spectrum, that number shrinks drastically. Uh, multifamily homes, 130 for the entire state. Again, this includes homes that are, um, you know, perhaps uh, bank-owned homes, distressed sales, which there are very few of, but there are some. And then all the way up to the 
multi-million dollar properties in the ritzy parts of uh, the state. Um, so that is another number that's very tight. In condominiums, we have about 163 condominiums in the entire state of Rhode Island for sale. Now, again, folks, I'm pointing out, you know, when you get rid of the super high, the super expensive ones and the ones that need a ton of work, what you're left with is a very small number. And those are the ones that all of the buyers or the majority of buyers who are looking are looking for. Okay, so it puts a lot of pressure on those homes. I had um, two new listings come on the market last week, and one of them, um, they're both uh, ranches. One's newer than the other, um, and the one that needed some updating, solid house, but the house sold in one day. Um, we had someone come in. I mean, um, they know the area, and they made a very, very strong offer. It was an asking price offer and virtually, literally, no contingencies, no appraisal and no inspections. So this is, um, you know, right in that sweet spot, three to $400,000, that is a, and the closer to three hundred, the faster they go. Okay, so that is a um, really good, <coughs> excuse me, price point to be in if you are going to be putting your home on the market because it will sell quickly. All right. Uh, houses below that, they're few and far between. I have a buyer who does not want to spend 300000 He wants to spend less than 300000 We've been looking, and there's really nothing out there. I mean, if there were this, the homes that are out there, um, many of them are, wouldn't qualify for an FHA mortgage, which is what uh, his approval is for. And, um, you know, some of them you can't, can't even live in, the ones that are in the, you know, below 200000 Okay, so, you know, there are, there's a lot of uh, stress in the market because inventory is so tight and, you know, interest rates are <clears throat> higher than they were. And just to uh, pull up uh, Mortgage News Daily, my go-to site for mortgage interest rates, as of right now, we're looking at a 30-year fixed rate mortgage for a conventional mortgage, 7.13%. FHA, 6.5. VA, 6.55. So these rates are a lot higher than last week when we were down to 6.2. And I believe the um, the 30-year fixed was at 6.5. So this is significantly higher. Now, what this means is if you're looking at a $350,000 house, all of a sudden that $350,000 house is more expensive. So maybe you're not, you can't afford a $350,000 house. Now you have to look at a $325,000 house. Or if you were looking at three hundred, now you have to look at two fifty, or vice versa. So, you know, the decisions become very important because if you stick to a price point for the house, um, you, you know, um, that's better than sticking to an, uh, a monthly payment. Okay, because when you stick to a monthly payment, interest rates go up. Now, all of a sudden, you can buy less house. And that may mean going from a three-bedroom to a two-bedroom home, or from a two-bath home to a one-bath home, or uh, from a home that needs little just cosmetic updating to someone that need, something that needs a lot more updating. Okay, so, you know, the rates have gone up. Why have they gone up? Well, I, you know, I'm not sure, but I know that, um, you know, there is a lot of talk about uh, what's going on with the economy and inflation. And again, um, you know, so much of our economy is, um, you know, it's psychological. 
and people read these things online, these articles, uh, hear what the talking heads are saying, and people get nervous. So that slows down uh, certain parts of the marketplace. And the part that's really slowing down is the part where houses are coming on the market. Most of the houses coming on the market now or a disproportionate um, number of them are from folks who are getting divorced, folks who are uh, who some have died or transitioning to assisted living. Um, that's you know where a lot of my personally where a lot of my listings have come from because it a lot of folks who ha- they're not ready to downsize they don't have to downsize so you'll have someone who's uh, living alone in a three or four bedroom two thousand square foot house. 4,000, not 4,000, but maybe 3,000 square foot house because they don't want to sell it and then have to get a mortgage that's twice as much as what they have on their current house. You know, you're going from a 3.5% to a 7%, okay? You know, um, according to Freddie Mac's weekly survey, 30-year interest rates have remained in the 6.6 range since late December, but of course... That changed as of today. Okay, those numbers have gone up. Uh, housing, specifically rents, is one of, one segment of the economy keeping inflation elevated. With the CPI data indicating that rent prices are rising at six percent annually. All right, so if your rent is a thousand bucks, that means every year it's going to go up at about for about sixty bucks every month. If your rent's fifteen hundred, obviously, or two thousand, it's going up one hundred and twenty bucks a month. Now, the inflation, the subject of inflation, I want to talk a little bit about that because we've experienced significant inflation um, over the past three years, and one of the things that um, has had a lot of and uh, has indicated has demonstrated a lot of um, you know stickiness with regard to price is food you know there are instances where something in 2019 to, you know the end of 2020 cost 499 now these items are up to the twice that they're 999. Okay, so you're seeing in certain segments of the food market, when, and that's something you feel every week when you go shopping. You know, every year it's gone up a little bit, so now you're paying twice as much as you were three or four years ago. That's a huge increase for something that you need every day. The price of fuel, yes, the price of fuel has dropped. Home heating oil and natural gas and gasoline have come down, but they're still significantly higher than they were. So what happens is, even though it's not continuing to increase at the 7, 8, 9, 10% pace, and now it's only increasing at you know uh, 4% or 3%, depending upon where you get your numbers, it's still going up. And the numbers that we, the increases that are in place are staying there. So that means something that has doubled since 2020 now is up another 3 or 4% on top of that. So if you were struggling before and, oh, yes, inflation is relenting, that's not, it's better than it continuing the way it was, but it's not any relief. It's not something that will give the average consumer ah, a sigh of relief because you still have to weather 
the increases that are that have been in place. That holds true for housing on the rental side and on the ownership side. On the ownership side, people that are buying houses, so interest rates have doubled. Interest rates have doubled. So now, in addition to that, in addition to the um, price of homes increasing, you have the cost of owning those homes increasing. So we could say conservatively that homes are worth 18% more than they were three years ago. That's only increasing by 6% per year. Or, you know, let's say it's only 15%. Okay. So if you had a $350,000 house in 2020 and then it increased 5%, that would be another 17.5. And then it increased another 5%. And then another 5%. Now you're well over 400,000. Actually, you're probably right about where you would be for the median price of a single family home today, which is $427,000. And in fact, it's probably higher than that today because that's a number that's a month old. So the cost is, in my example, 15% higher, the acquisition cost. And then the carrying cost is twice as much. So what you could have purchased in 2020 and had a mortgage of $2,000 a month, now you have to spend over $2,500 a month. Actually, well over that. Well over that. I can't do all the math in my head, but it's, it's much higher. And wages have not increased commensurate with inflation for housing, interest rates, or consumable goods. So that's why things are very tight right now and tight by tight I mean not enough inventory because people are not um, it's not attractive enough for people to buy excuse me to put their home on the market to sell it because they're very happy and content where they are they've got a good solid house their mortgage is low because their interest rate is low they're continuing to increase their equity in the home every year so it's really not advantageous for them to put their house on the market. You know, so what does this mean, you know, that uh, for home buyers, you know, rates are expected to be relatively stable heading into the spring season. But we'll see because, again, they're bouncing around between six and a little bit over seven, low sixes to low sevens. Um, and, you know, we're going to see where that is. If we could stay in the low sixes, that would be better if we could get into the mid to high fives. That would be obviously even better. But the challenge then would be, will we have too many buyers who can afford to buy a $400,000 home? Because as your interest rates drop, more people can afford that payment. So now you have more buyers chasing a limited number of goods, houses. Okay. Um, so, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI. It's about 20 minutes past the hour. I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors. So, if you could hold on, we will. 
be back in a moment. Hi, this is Joe Luca, and I'd like to thank our sponsors, Beacon, Title and Escrow, Rich Nicholson, Attorney Partner, and Anthony Betancourt, Managing Partner, Vern Rainville, Public Insurance Adjuster. Vern is the man to call if you have a claim on your homeowner's insurance. You can even call him if the claim was up to two years ago. 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, Public Insurance Adjuster. He works for you, the homeowner. Also, Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank. 401-241-9676. Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank. And of course, GMETS Moving and Storage. GMETS is the preferred mover of Southern New England. Check them out at gmetsmoving.com where you can get a quote or schedule your move. Please remember our sponsors. Thank you. Okay, thank you for coming back. And yes, please remember our sponsors. If you are looking to buy a home, uh, remember to plan ahead. So you want to reach out to Don Miller. First thing, 401-241-9676, the principal lender at North Point Bank. I also want to talk a little bit about today. Uh, today, I also want to talk a little bit about our um, a new sponsor, which is uh, Vivint Home Security. You know, there are a lot of folks who have uh, had the experience themselves, unfortunately, or have had the unfortunate experience of um, actually, you know, knowing other people who've had this, where the porch pirates, you get something delivered from FedEx, Amazon, uh, UPS, if it's Christmas gifts, if it's something you needed, uh, you know, for just like a quick purchase. Um, and then what happens it gets stolen, you know, so it's, you know, unless you're going to be vigilant and stay home all the time, you can't 100% um, eliminate that, the chance of that happening. But having a home security system is really something that is advisable because, you know, when you look at the statistics for uh, crime, According to Homeland Security, Newswire, and Security.org, a website, it's an estimated 44 million, which is 17% of the population, fell victim to package theft in the last several months. Nearly half of all Americans, 44%, have experienced package theft at some point in their lives. And before the most recent holiday season, 88% of adults expressed concern about the theft of their online purchases. And think, check this out. Porch Pirates stole an estimated 260 million packages last year. Based on the analysis of Homeland Security Newswire, the, uh, their report found surveillance cameras can deter crime and are cost effective, but only when they are properly monitored and installed. So, Wow. If you don't install them, guess what? They don't work. And if you don't monitor them, guess what? They don't work. Um, overall cameras, when actively monitored, were effective at cutting down crime. And the savings and benefits of fewer crimes outweigh the cost of a surveillance system. So that's something, folks, you know, you really should consider. And Vivint, Tech, uh, Vivint right now, they have a special promotion um, that they're offering for people, you know, for Groundhog Day, actually, for anyone who's inter interested in uh, checking it out. Let's see if I can type it right here. Let's see. 
Okay, they have a special promotion, okay, which ends the end of this week. If you buy a camera, you get a free, you get a doorbell camera, and um, you also get uh, three months of monitoring for free. Okay, so if that's something you think you're interested in, please reach out. You can give me a call, 401-409-5030. That's 401-409-5030. If you want to take advantage of the Vivint special promotion that they have uh, uh, right now for new customers. Now, this is a, you have a doorbell, you have the camera, and they can monitor it for you. You get three months of monitoring for free. Okay, um, so check it out. It's an opportunity to avoid having your camera, uh, your purchases, your online purchases stolen. You can also monitor things. So if somebody rings the doorbell and you're down in the basement, you can just pull it up and you can see who's there. You know, you're back out in the backyard mowing the lawn in the summer. Someone rings the doorbell. You can look at it on your phone before you go back in the house. So it makes a lot of sense to have a um, monitoring, video monitoring system for your home, okay? Because uh, it, it gives you peace of mind. Uh, it's safe, especially if you have, you know, girls at home. I have, you know, two daughters, and that's something that we were always concerned about. Um, so, you know, we had uh, one of those systems installed. So... If you have uh, any, again, questions, 401-409-5030, I'd be more than happy to direct you to where you can go to uh, acquire a great Vivint home security system. So some more news about the real estate market. So we were talking about how nationwide the number of homes has increased, okay, the listing. But um, in Rhode Island, the numbers are definitely lower than they were um, last month, the month before that, last year, etc. You know, pending listings are, have also been dropping off. And, um, you know, it's been a tough road for, uh, you know, a lot of buyers. We just had a situation where a buyer that I was working with, they put an offer in. The seller was, um, everything was going great. And then later in the evening, an offer came in. That uh, was all cash and is a little bit higher than our offer. And they waived all the contingencies. So no inspection and um, no appraisal. So my buyers, unfortunately, they got excited, but they were let down uh, by this morning. So that, um, that's what happens. And th these are the type of, you know, the travails of being a home buyer in a market when there are uh, fewer than 615 homes for sale in the state of Rhode Island. Okay. And folks, Massachusetts has similar shortfall. I, I don't have the most recent numbers handy, but, um, you know, they have a similar shortfall. And the thing, Massachusetts homes in most areas are more expensive than they are in Rhode Island. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's a tough thing for home buyers, um, you know, some of the things that can make a buyer more attractive to a seller are, one, if you're putting down a larger deposit. Two, if you do not have to sell another home. So if you're a renter right now and you can just move out of your home as soon as it's a, you know, move out of your apartment as soon as you have a new home, you're in a better position than someone that has to sell their home. And most homeowners need to sell home number one before they can buy home number two. 
Okay. So that's, um, you know, a kind of maybe a glimmer of hope if you are looking to buy a home and you are a renter right now. Incidentally, if you are a renter, you are a tenant, um, you probably want to check out, uh, get an idea of the status and the quality of your credit report. Because if you start this process early, you won't have any surprises when you finally find a house. Okay? Um, or <coughs> finally start looking for a house. When you find a house, you should already have a pre-approval in hand. I won't show houses to buyers who do not have a mortgage pre-approval. Okay? Because you, they need to start that process early, and then we will look at homes. Because otherwise... If you look at a house and you see it, you can't submit an offer without a pre-approval. So then if you like the house, you're not going to get it because it takes time to get a pre-approval that's worth more than the paper, the value of the paper it's written on. You know, one of the, the lenders that I work with, like Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank, they do a very thorough vetting. Their pre-approval process is it's almost like complete underwriting which underwriting is the stage of mortgage, pre mortgage approval that comes at the end. After the offer is accepted, the house is appraised, the home, the home inspection is done, the appraisal comes back, then it goes into underwriting, and they make sure that everything, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and then after it comes out of underwriting, you have what's called is a, C2, a CTC, a clear to close. If you can have a lender... A loan officer who gets who's so thorough with his or her uh, review of a credit file that it's almost like an underwriting process. That's better, but you can't get that on the phone. You can't get that by just sending in some information online. It takes time. You need to demonstrate that you're actually making this uh, this pay that you say you're making. You need to demonstrate that you have the funds available for a deposit. So if you start the process early, the pre-approval process, all of that can be done. And, oh wait, you know, uh, you know Mr. and Mrs. Uh, you know, home, bu home buyer, you have a couple of dings on your credit here which are actually causing you to get an, um, you know, in today's numbers, an interest rate of 7.4 instead of an interest rate of 7. But if you could get those taken care of. Now, of course, if you're not putting an offer in on a house tomorrow, you have time to do that. You should, you should start the process at least six weeks before you're going to start submitting offers on houses. That way, if there are any problems, any surprises, any dings on your credit, you can address them and have them removed. And there are some changes that have taken place recently uh, in that whole sphere. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, that's why I suggest everyone talk to uh, my, my friend Val Tridenti. She's been on the show. We'll have her back on the show again. But she does credit repair for folks. And, um, you know, if you want to reach out to Val, you can, uh, again, find me on um, just Google me or 401-409-5030. And I will connect you with Val Tridenti, okay? Um, because she does a really good job. She takes pride in her work. She
she is actually, you know, she teaches classes to young people so that they understand the benefit, the power of a good credit report. Because you can manage your credit. And it's very important to start that. The younger you are, the better it is because you, it becomes like second nature. Okay? And also, usually the younger you are, you don't have debts yet. Okay? So you can start to manage your credit profile before you really have one. Okay? So that's something that's important. You want to start that process as early as possible. Um, and it will save you money in the long run. And I say this every week, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. You know, because if you're, you can only afford a $350,000 house, but if your credit were a little bit better and you could get a lower interest rate, now you couldn't afford a $375,000 house. Okay, maybe that's the difference between having two and three bedrooms. Maybe that's the difference between buying a house that needs more updating as opposed to less or no updating. These are all of the things that are impacted by your credit score. So it's very important to stay on top of that. Now, something else that um, you want to pay attention to um, is identity theft because that can do a number on your credit score. I've had people whose, ident whose identity is stolen, family members actually, and what happens is someone steals your identity, they either run up charges on your credit card, steal money out of your bank accounts, or um, they, just, they just wreak havoc to lock you out of your own credit. And then your credit goes to pot and you can't do anything about it. And then you have to start the whole process of, you know, proving that you didn't do anything wrong. Proving that you didn't buy that $1,500 gaming console or whatever it was. Okay. Identity theft falls into three areas of your life. There's financial identity theft, which we just talked about. There's social security identity theft which we've all heard, you know, that's been in the news past several years, especially with COVID. And then medical identity theft. Okay. None of these are good. And it can be extremely frustrating and distressing to have to go through this because you do nothing wrong and it can impact you in many different ways, which cause lots of stress, take up a tremendous amount of time. And you just take your focus off of whatever it was you were focusing on. A friend of mine, she had um, a situation where someone hacked in and she did all of her banking at one bank. And they had access to all of her accounts. They had access like, to all of her credit cards. They had hacked into some of her online presence, okay, some of her um, social media accounts and she pro she had to run around first of all she was a nervous wreck she had to run around and notify 
Okay, the bank was easy because it was one bank for all of those accounts. But all of the credit card companies that she had, she had to notify all of them. She had to change passwords. She had to start with double authentication, which I strongly encourage everyone to use double authentication for anything you use online. Um, because if not, you go through this, you can suffer financial losses, your credit can be damaged, and can you repair it? Sometimes, yeah, but again, it takes time, and what happens if your credit gets damaged right at the time you were going to be buying a house, or right at the time you're going to be applying to lease an apartment, or right at the time you were going to uh, buy a new car? And your credit went from 700 to 600 or lower. So maybe you don't qualify for that purchase. Or maybe it's going to cost you a lot more money every month. So now instead of getting that really nice car you wanted, you have to buy a lesser car because you can't afford the one that you wanted because your credit was damaged because of identity theft. All right. It's tremendously time-consuming to rectify. You know, my friend who caught it immediately still took a tremendous amount of time. And she's still occasionally still dealing with, you know, the, the repercussions. Because you try to do something and then, oh, no, they, they don't accept it. because Oh, because you had put a block on everything and you forgot to notify that one company about your, um, you know, that everything needed to be released and changed I had that happen one time when I had locked my credit profile and then I had applied for credit somewhere and I was denied because they couldn't have access to my credit because I didn't want anyone to have access to it but an ounce of prevention could save lots of frustration and I you know use the services of a company called ID Seal, like I as in Igloo, D as in David, S as in Sam, E A L, ID Seal. Um, if you want to learn more about it, you can go to uh, go to my website. Uh, it's bit.ly/myessentialservices, and we'll get you some information on that. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, I strongly encourage everyone, especially if you just bought a home or or buying a home, because that's public record when you buy a home. It gets recorded at town hall. It, you know, they sometimes get published in the newspaper many times. So, um, and it's certainly accessible on the internet. So you become kind of a bright red target for individuals with nefarious intentions. You know, these folks, they target elderly people. Um, they target people who are um, new homeowners. They target widows, widowers. So, again, an ounce of prevention can save you lots and lots of frustrated hours, days, weeks, whatever. Uh, but ID Seal, I strongly suggest everyone who is getting into home ownership um, or doing anything where you have to have your credit checked for a mortgage, you get the mortgage, you buy a home, 
it's public knowledge <clears throat> that you bought a home. Because home sales are recorded. Oh, one, two, three, Main Street was sold to, by this person to that person. And then they go on the dark web, they do a little more digging, and they find all the information that they need. Because, again, we consumers, we put so much out there willingly. If it's putting it out there when you go to join a page on Facebook or you want to join a group or you want to get into um, you know, any other social media and you just put a little bit of information here, a little bit of information there, and these people with nefarious intentions, they go and they throw, cast a wide net, and they find out, oh, okay, the date of birth is this, and this is where they live, and then this is what they drive, and they can put this complete picture, accurate picture together of who you are. And they can use that to take advantage of you. Again, Financial identity theft, social security identity theft, medical identity theft. Those are all problematic. They can be very challenging emotionally. Uh, you know, it's a lot of stress. ID seal, you can avoid all of that. So I strongly encourage everyone. Again, if you have questions, you can't remember the, the URL, it, but it's uh, bit.ly slash services, And... Um, We'll get the information out to you ASAP. Okay. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 FM, 1380 on the AM dial. And, of course, you can check us out on Spotify as a podcast. Just look for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show or a cup of Joe Luca and you'll find us. And we rebroadcast this show every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right here on WNRI. And we are going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Hi, this is Joe Luca, and I'd like to thank our sponsors, Beacon, Title and Escrow, Rich Nicholson, Attorney Partner, and Anthony Betancourt, Managing Partner, Vern Rainville, Public Insurance Adjuster. Vern is the man to call if you have a claim on your homeowner's insurance. You can even call him if the claim was up to two years ago. 484-300-8495. That's Vern Rainville, Public Insurance Adjuster. He works for you, the homeowner. Also, Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank, 401-241-9676. Don Miller, the principal lender at North Point Bank. And of course, GMETS Moving and Storage. GMETS is the preferred mover of Southern New England. Check them out at gmetsmoving.com where you can get a quote or schedule your move. Please remember our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI. We talked about the uh, mortgage interest rates. If anyone, you know, I haven't thrown this out there in a while, but if anyone has any questions or comments, you can certainly reach out. Give us a call, 401-769-0600 here at the station. And I will answer the question for you. I know sometimes Jeff uh, talks about things uh, earlier uh, in his show about that have to do with property values or real estate or taxes or things like that, I can certainly try and answer those questions for you. 401-769-0600 is the number right here at the radio station. Um, I want to do another shout out to um, a guest we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, Blackbird Farm. They have a farm stand right on Route 7, Douglas Pike across from Terraza Restaurant at the intersection of Lime Rock Road. Uh, you know, they 
they, they sent me a, a thank you gift for being on the show. And I'll tell you, man, the food is just, the meat is delicious. Um, I'm actually tomorrow going to be making a nice uh, dinner for my wonderful wife, Kimberly. Uh, and we're going to have two delicious steaks from Blackbird Farm. Uh, a couple of folks, friends of mine, saw that I had talked about them on Facebook. They went out, they purchased it, and they are never buying meat at the supermarket again. Because the difference in quality, um, it's just, you can't compare. You cannot compare. It's uh, homegrown, you know, right here in Rhode Island. They don't use any of the crazy, uh, you know, chemicals or byproducts or um, cheap food that they use at these big slaughterhouses and big, uh, you know, ranches out west. Um, you know, they have 250 head of cattle, and um, they also have, uh, you sell, so they sell beef, they sell pork, they sell chicken, so they have all kinds of meats for you, whatever you want. And they don't use a lot of those, uh, you know, all those crazy preservatives and uh, things that are not good for you that you see in those other meats. They have a beautifully marbled, steaks um you know they don't put anything in the meat that shouldn't be there they don't feed the cattle anything that they shouldn't be feeding them so blackbird farm check them out online just uh go to blackbirdfarm.com and they will um you can order boxes online um, so you can get a selection of what you want um, and that's, I think, the easiest way. And you can even set it up so that they, if you want to have like a subscription, <clears throat> and then they will, um, you know, send it to you on a regular basis. But um, Blackbird Farm, just check it out, www.blackbirdfarmmeat.com. They will, um, you'll be very impressed. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Where did I put my glasses over here? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, so you can order everything online. You can shop whatever you want. That's Blackbird Farm Meat with two M's dot com. Check them out. Okay. Um, you know, again, talk about, about the weather we had today. You know, it was beautiful. I stayed home, did my work from home today uh, and didn't go out because I didn't absolutely have to. So I figured why risk going on the road. And, you know, it was just beautiful seeing the snow in the backyard. And I have my, uh, my lovely Ivy, my poodle, my standard poodle. She's um, a lot of fun. She's got a lot of energy. And she wanted to go out and play in the snow because this was a real, the first real snowstorm we had this year. And she loves to go out and run around and grab a mouthful of snow and, you know, run around back and forth, grab the snow, bite it, spit it out, do whatever she does, you know, jump on me, try and push me over. Lots of fun uh, for her. And she has a tremendous amount of energy. And, you know, I think one of the reasons she does have a lot of energy is because I, we were talking about Blackbird Farm meat, you know, quality food for humans. Well, I use the same quality food for my my pooch, my dog, Ivy, because uh, she's worth it. And I, I only use Lucy Pet L-U-C-Y, Lucy Pet Foods. It's a great company. I mean, their foods, you can get kibble, you can get um, uh, canned food, you can get treats. And their foods, the quality of everything, it's, it's human grade. The, the ingredients that they put in, it's human grade. So it could be used for humans to eat. Not that you want to eat kibble, but the ingredients that go into that. Um, you know, they have the highest certification for cleanliness 
that you can receive. And, uh, you know, they're located out in California, but, you know, I buy it. I have it shipped to my house. And you can find it on Amazon or Chewy.com. Chewy's great because they just ship it to you automatically. Um, so, but I think just I wanted to do another shout out since we were talking about good food for humans, we can talk about good food for animals too. My uh, lovely, I call her Miss Ivy, my standard poodle. She does a great job, and um, they have these really good treats. Like they've got they're like sausage rolls, and <clears throat> they have different sizes, different flavors. They have like mom's meatloaf, and it smells so good. You almost want to eat it yourself. And I, what I do is I slice that up and then dice it, and I put it in, mix it in her food with the kibble every day. So it's kind of like an added bonus for her instead of just eating that regular kibble. Um, and, you know, what's good about kibble is it's very stable. Sometimes people say, oh, I only, you know, do cook food for my human food for my dog. Or, well, you don't know what the nutritional content is of that and if it's adequate enough for everything that the dog needs. Whereas something, if you're buying a quality food, a kibble, that has everything... foods you know you don't know if that food you know if it sits on a truck the truck gets a flat tire that's delivering the food to the factory and it sits in the truck for an extra 12 hours how is that going to impact that food that needs to be refrigerated all the time you know it's just like you know i'm a little old-fashioned i don't like uh, having someone else do my shopping for me um, other than my wife, when she does it, you know, we buy the food ourselves. We select the food ourselves because we know what we want. And that's why I find that buying Lucy pet food is much more convenient and much easier. And you don't have to wonder how fresh is this fresh food or um, how balanced is this? Because if I'm, you know, boiling chicken and giving my dog chicken and rice or chicken and something else, yes, that may be good quality chicken, but it chicken doesn't have all of the nutrients alone that a dog needs because we want our dogs to have and cats to have a good quality of life to be energetic to be pleasant um you know the better and also when you're giving your dog better food they don't poop as much and it doesn't stink as much you know so if you're giving your dog a lower quality food they're going to eat more of it to get uh you know to try and get more nutrition from it and so they're going to poop more and it's going to stink more because it's a lower quality food. So um, if you want to try it out, just go to Chewy and look up Lucy Pet, L-U-C-Y. Uh, and they have food for cats and dogs. And that's all that we buy for our cats and our dog. Okay. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. Yes, I'm talking about pet food on a real estate show because... One of the benefits about owning real estate, owning your own home, one of the great things about it is you can have a pet. If you're renting a home, many times landlords don't want pets. So if you want to have a pet, you can't have one if you're renting from most landlords. Okay, so again, there are many, many reasons to become a homeowner and participate in the American dream. And I love my job, what I do, helping people do that, become homeowners for the first time, um, or even helping people move from a situation that's not very happy to a new situation that's going to be happier. 
oh, a new beginning. Um, you know, I love doing that. And, you know, a lot of times, I, one of my clients, you know, she's uh, going through a situation and she has two big dogs. So, you know, one of the first things I did was make sure she had a pre-approval for a mortgage. Because if she had to find an apartment that would rent to her with not one but two large dogs. Large dog is anything over 25 or 40 pounds, which... You know, my dog weighs at 63, and I think, you know, this woman, her dog probably weigh 100 pounds. A lot of times, landlords don't want that. Why, don't, why do they not want that? Because many times, pet owners do, are not responsible. They let their dogs bark. They let their dogs scratch up the walls and the doors. They let the dogs, uh, you know, defecate in the yard, and they don't clean up after them. They have accidents in the house, and they don't clean them up. Then the landlord is stuck with that inconvenience or expense you know i've i've seen apartments where you know the doors are almost trashed because there was a big door that was always big dog that was always scratching the door uh, and there's just significant damage on the door from their big claws so that's another reason <coughs> excuse me why you want to try and become a homeowner if you love pets you know pets I think there's a big difference in having a home with pets uh, compared to a home without pets. It's just it, it's something you come home to a, you know, a loving a dog. I mean, cats are different, um, but a dog is just a great companion. They cuddle up next to you. Um, you know, you can look at their eyes. They really communicate a lot through their eyes, and it just really increases the quality of life that um, that you have. You know, because it's something enjoyable. Dogs love you unconditionally. You know, sometimes your, you know, your spouse, your kids, your parents, um, they can get, you can become annoyed with each other for one reason or another. Dog, never. Dog loves you no matter what. You know, your kids can get ticked off because you wouldn't let them do what they wanted. Um, you know, spouses can get, become annoyed with each other for one reason or another. Dog, they just, something goes wrong, they forget about it. Two minutes later and they're on. They just want to make you happy. They love you, okay? And that's why it's, um, it, it, it's so sad when we lose them. You know, they're only, a, we only enjoy their presence. It's a gift for a limited amount of years, okay? I never could uh, be, you know, volunteer at an animal rescue because I'd end up having a farm of, of dogs. Um, because you go in there and there are just so many beautiful, you know, kind animals um, that need help. So... If you are a pet lover or think you may be a pet lover, uh, please, you know, consider that. Consider adopting a pet or buying a pet or whatever makes you comfortable um, because they will bring a lot to your life and help you, um, you know, just improve the quality of life. They say having a pet can lower blood pressure and de-stress, you know, uh, re reduce the amount of stress you're feeling, Um so I think it makes a lot of sense to consider that. If you don't know where to start, you, know, you can give me a call, 401-409-5030, and I'll certainly give you a direction. I can't recall um, where we went to get our cats, but uh, I could certainly share that with you. But, uh, folks, so you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. Yes, we talk about real estate and a lot of other things, too, that um, make a lot of sense, even though they're not directly 
talking about real estate. Uh, if you have anything that you would like to share, please uh, reach out, 401-409-5030. If you have a business or you know someone that has a business, again, 2024 is my 10th year on the radio. Uh, I'm paying it forward. I'm inviting locally owned small business owners uh, to come on the air. What we're doing is in basically the last third of the show, they come on and free of charge can talk about their business and um, get the word out there. And that's how what we did for Blackbird Farm. I'm going to have another guest, uh, financial planner, come on, uh, Chris Medeiros um, from Beacon Point Financial. He will be on in a couple of weeks. Um, we're also going to have George Metz on in, in a few weeks. Actually, George is going to come on first. Then we're going to have Chris Medeiros on. At some point in there, I'm going to get uh, Val Tridenti on. We're going to talk about her credit repair business. Um, we're going to get Don Miller on, the principal lender at North Point Bank. He's a super, super busy guy, bunch of kids, and they all play sports and four dogs. I mean, I don't know how he does everything he does, but... Uh, he certainly keeps himself busy, so at some point he's going to come on the show as well, and um, you'll be able to see that. But if you know anyone else, any locally owned, especially here in Woonsocket, small businesses, small restaurant, uh, anything like that, reach out. You can find me, just Google Joe Luca, L-U-C-A, Realtor, and you'll find a, lots of different ways to reach out to me. Um, you could call the station, 401-769-0600, and leave a message for me. Um, my number, 401-409-5030. And we will get that straightened out. Again, it's no charge to the business owner. You come on 20 minutes, talk about your business free of charge, and uh, you can leverage that any way you want. If you want to record it, put it on your social media, um, just to help you get the word out. Okay, next, I just want to let everyone know, coming up at 7 o'clock is my buddy Rick Mernier and the Old Time Preaching Ministry. You're going to listen to some good explanations for Scripture, okay? Uh, the Bible, not the good book, it's actually a whole bunch of books, um, but there's a lot of wisdom and knowledge in there that more of us should uh, incorporate in our daily lives. And with Rick Mernier, you get that straight away. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We will be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.